1: Hello, and welcome back to High in It. We are so happy to have you here. This is your co-host, Kelsey Aida, with Miss Lindsay Robinson. And we are doing a solo record today. And I thought it would be really cool to talk about manifesting your soulmate because that's just a crowd pleaser of a topic. And a lot of people I know get into the world of manifesting because they want to create a sacred partnership, come into union with their person, Um, And we have done a couple episodes here and there on related subject matter, but I really wanted to go even deeper today and help you guys more on this. So yeah, Lindsay is happily married. I'm basically almost married. So I think between the two of us, we have some good relationship calling in advice. And Lindsay is also going to teach us how to do some tapping to call in the one. So I'm really excited to talk about this. So
0: sometimes when we do solo records, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. Um, And so we just kind of talk and we just come up with topics on the fly. And it's always perfect and always divine, divinely guided, I would say. Um, But today, Kelsey was like, I know what to talk about. Here's what we're going to do. So I'm down. I'm game. I'm excited. I was just actually not fully. It wasn't a topic dedicated to manifesting soulmates, but I did do a podcast yesterday where we talked about just manifesting and using hypnosis and manifesting and what the difference is. Turns out there really isn't one (laughs) here with hypnosis. You're aligning your subconscious to what it is you want. And with manifesting, you're aligning your energy. And the reason that the soulmate came, came up is because a lot of people think that in order to manifest someone, you have to change You have to, you have to affect them almost like a love spell, right? Which that's not what it is at
1: all. Not (laughs) about it.
0: All it is really is aligning your energy to your authentic self to attract someone who matches you. So it's not about changing anyone else at all. So if, if that's what you're, you know, a lot of times when you say like manifest someone, it's like, "Mm," but are you controlling them? No, you're just matching your energy to whatever it is you want. Just like with any kind of manifesting. Um, and it's just finding that perfect magnetic force that will serve your highest good and the highest good of all involved. And that's really what manifesting is all about. Should be anyway.
1: Yeah. And I just want to say, if you're trying to manifest an SP, as they call it on the World Wide web, a specific person, um, I'm about to poop on your dream of this. Please, just- now that's where, yeah, that's where <laughs> it gets
0: muddy because that's when you are actually <laughs> trying to, you know it just doesn't try to do it
1: for the wrong reasons because you, know? you can't control other people's free will right if no. they wanted to be with you they would be with you if they don't want to be with you then why do you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you yeah. that's the if more they, pressing if they don't want to question. be with you it's not a match and if it is or a match, if they're not ready to you know it's still not a match if they're yeah. not
0: ready it's not a match but and and so by trying to Claw. I'm going to say, because the visual I'm getting is like grabbing and and digging your claws into the outcome that you want, right? That just goes back to like trying to figure out the how, trying to control the outcome that blocks you from something even better, because if it's not a match to you, that means something even better is. And so why you're doing yourself a disservice by being so focused on this specific thing that you're losing the even better thing, right? Kelsey, you want it now or you want it better? I'm going to say that until I die. (laughs) And
1: honestly, right, to go back to your question. Yes, I agree. But honestly, trying for unrequited love and just pining for a certain person when it's not mutual, you're just creating resistance because you're resisting the reality of the situation. And resistance is the enemy when it comes to manifestation. So you are literally just making it harder to manifest the person that you're meant to be with. Um, who is somebody who will love you mutually, who is somebody who actively wants to be with you, someone who's excited to choose you over anybody else, you know, Um, don't set the bar so low. I think we can do better, folks. And if you're someone who's struggling with this, because it's just a little side tangent for all those SP manifestors out there, uh, go listen to our episode titled About Manifesting Manifesting your 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 Ex that, 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 (laughs) because it applies to specific people too, who you haven't been in relationship with yet. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's an ex, maybe it's not, maybe it's someone you're just obsessed with and you want to be with. And that's fine to want to be with a person who has those characteristics and those qualities. Yes, But why do you have to limit the universe and saying it has to come in this package from this specific person?
0: And I really think it is a mistranslation of our soul desire. Because your soul would never want you to have something you that isn't a match to you, what your soul does want maybe and what you are being pulled to is certain characteristics and certain qualities and traits of this person that you, you do get to have just maybe not in the manifestation or the package that it looks like that you're trying for. So recognize that your soul does want you to have these things, but they are the characteristics, not the person. Um, And then maybe you can extract what it is that you actually do want. So let's say this person doesn't, isn't attracted to you, doesn't want you, isn't a match for you, but they are very kind. They're very considerate. They are selfless. They are nurturing. uh, And those are the qualities you want to attach to. And those are the qualities you want to write down, I think.
1: Yeah, it's like use your desire as information to what you're actually looking for because there are many potential soulmates out there. So if you feel like you missed an opportunity or someone who you felt like was the one didn't work out, don't worry. There's plenty more where that came from. And if you could be a match to that deep of a connection, you can manifest it again, and probably better because I know with every single one of my relationships, they've just been getting better and better. The more information Mm -hmm. I collect from each person of what I like, what works for me, what doesn't work for me, Um, my preferences, you know, my values, how I show up in relationship, like each partnership, even if it quote unquote fails, which I don't, I mean, that's too strong a word. Just because it ends doesn't mean it was a failure. That's like saying a flower that wilted was never beautiful. Like it was when it was alive, but then it died. Oh, that's a beautiful metaphor. Yeah. You shouldn't take away the value just because it's over. Like As a society, we value longevity over the health and wellness of the relationship a lot of the Mm -hmm. time. And I just don't think that's always the best measure. So, yeah. Anyway, today we're talking about manifesting your soulmate. I'm super excited. I have a lot to say on it. And I actually jotted down a couple of notes that I wanted to share with you all as far as some places to start in this regard. So I think if you've been into manifesting for some time, you know like, okay, I'm gonna start by making like a list of qualities of like what I want in this other person, right? But taking it a step further Let's make a list of reasons why you want the partnership. Like, mm-hmm. what is this partnership going to be for? Is it for fun? Is it for romance? Is it for sexual intimacy? Is it for emotional intimacy? Is it for building a life together? Is it for building a business together? Is it for making kids together? Like, what is the purpose or purposes? Someone to watch of the Netflix with. Right. They can be little, they can be big. Um, but keep in mind, like your significant other doesn't have to meet all of your needs for all of your life. You have a whole village of people to help you meet needs. So what needs do you feel like are important for the relationship itself? Mm -hmm. I think that's a really important distinction because I could say, oh, I want my partner to be this, that, and this, that, and this, that, and this, but maybe you know, it's better to assign some of my girlfriends to some of those needs or my mom or my sister or yes, different friends. It can't just all come things. from one person. I
0: don't think that's fair for anyone to to have, like, I would never expect my, I would never expect Kelsey to fill, check all of my boxes. She checks a very specific box that no one else can, like being the co-host on this podcast. No one else is allowed to do that. <laughs> But with my husband, you know, there are certain things obviously with your partner that they are uh, th- that they're up for the job where other people wouldn't wouldn't be qualified. So I just think that for better or for worse, it is it is unreasonable and maybe unfair to expect your partner, or your spouse, or your soulmate to do all of the things when they could easily be uh, fulfilled by other people. I think that's a very important point to make, and it should be. It should never fall on one person.
1: That puts too much pressure and it's not doing you any favors either Right, because they're not going to be able to do everything for you and be everything to you. You're setting both of you up for failure. (laughs) Right. So to set yourself uh, up for for success, you know, pick the important things. What do you want this relationship for? How do you want to feel in the relationship? This is another really important question. So this could be like, I want to feel valued I want to feel safe I want to feel like we're having fun I want to feel like we're growing together I want to feel like we're on the same page I want to feel connected I want to feel um, attracted you know I want the to feel feelings. like I can be my authentic self mm. that's a big one
0: because mm. in all I can tell you there's a common thread in all of my past failed relationship failed quote huge quotes on failed relationships where I didn't feel safe being myself, I felt like, well, that's fine. I'll dye my hair. I'll wear more makeup. I'll wear what they like looks good on me. Um, I, it does, it's fine. It's fine. You know, and kind of like lowering the bar for yourself and not being yourself. I can tell you for sure, the biggest shift with my husband is that I can be snotty when I'm crying. I can show up tired and just, be irrit- irritated, I can be all the shades of myself and know 100% that I'm going to be held and I'm going to be he's going to hold space for that just like I hold space for his good and bad days, you know, um, knowing that you can be yourself and knowing that you can fully show up as you unapologetically is so key. Um, I think it has to be at least number two on the list, if not number one, because if you're not yourself, and if you feel like you can't be then, I mean, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah. Probably trying and to manifest an SP. No, just kidding. Right. Well, so a lot of times we're subconsciously trying to get needs met that we can't meet for ourselves. Yeah. So for example, if you're someone who really disowns and rejects certain parts of yourself, you're probably probably going to be looking for someone who can love those parts of you because you haven't figured out how yet. So that unmet need, it needs to get met and you're trying to get it met indirectly through a different person, which there's nothing wrong with that, except that you don't have all your power. So an easier way to navigate it, or I shouldn't say easier, but a more direct way to navigate this is what are the parts of you that you don't think are okay? What are the parts that you don't allow yourself to feel or express or be? Which parts of yourself do you hide even from yourself? And if you're looking for someone else to love those, it's going to be so much easier to find someone who loves and accepts them once you can love and accept them. Because your soulmate or your partner is going to be in many ways a mirror or your, your guys' relationship is going to be a mirror of your relationship with yourself. So the mm-hmm. better your relationship with yourself, the better your romantic partnership will be because that's a huge mirror. And that's why I think they're so hard because sometimes we're not ready to look in the mirror. <laughs> and then yeah. we get in these partnerships and we're like, oh my god. Like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just such a nice breath of fresh air to know that your person knows you, you know, there's, there's really no other kind of relationship like it. The only thing I can uh, akin it to is like my relationship with my guides. Like I know my guides know me and love me deeply, however I show up. And same with like your parents, you know, you can't, for most of us, you can't do anything that would make your parents love you less. Or, you know, that's the idea of a parent is like, they're going to love you unconditionally. Of course, that's not always the case, but it should be. It's not always the case with really anything. But the only other thing I can think of is my, is the partnership with my husband. Like I know it's a deep, authentic, deep, deep rooted love that, you know, you just you can you can be anything you can show up as any any different part of yourself and know that you're good you're safe and safety is Mm -hmm. is huge uh which is why i have so many exes because some (laughs) of them didn't even know like it's so crazy to look back and think of what i didn't share with them the most trivial things that show them who i am they they still they'll go to their graves never knowing it and it's just so crazy to me that i ever let myself do that, you know, but I was young. I was like 20 years old. Like who knows, who knows at that age, but um, it is, it is a stark difference. And I think Kelsey, you can agree that, you know, you're somebody who is in a relationship now that you can show up as yourself and know that you're safe to do that and that you're not going to just be abandoned. Right.
1: Yeah. Because let me give you a personal example to show the contrast and exactly what I'm saying, but from real life perspective so my last relationship was so toxic and crazy and it was this whole crazy what I would call twin flame scenario where I was learning unconditional love the hard way and yeah but in that partnership my partner was so hypercritical of me and really like could not hold space for me being sad or anxious because yeah. I was holding, I was always holding space for him because he was extremely sad and extremely anxious and had all these issues. Well, and he couldn't handle his own emotions. So, how is he going to handle yours? You know? Right. And this was in so many ways very smart of the universe to match us together because the universe was trying to tell me, like, if you can love this man, even in his worst, like depression or anxiety. Why can't you love yourself when you're like that too? October is quickly approaching, so I wanted to pop in and make sure you get a super special invite to attend my next radical self-love retreat happening in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. We're going to spend a week having fun in the sun while also bonding, doing healing work, riding ATVs, having Reiki performed on us, getting massages, doing yoga every day, overlooking the ocean. We're going to be eating delicious food, visiting private beaches. Not to mention Mexico is the easiest country to travel in and out of right now, which is nice. So if you've been having the itch to travel or to work with me, this is your chance that only happens one or two times a year. I promise you there is no other retreat out there like this and there is no other retreat out there that comes with a full month of free coaching with me and access to my Radical Self-Love online course so you can get started with your Radical Self-Love journey before you even attend the retreat. The last two retreats we had were so magical. You can see a bunch of testimonials at KelseyAida.com retreat. The sooner you apply and secure your spot, the more time you'll have to take advantage of the payment plan too. So I would not wait on this opportunity. Visit KelseyAida.com retreat to learn more about the retreat and reply today. I cannot wait to see what magical women will be in attendance this time because literally every time it's like a soul sister group who comes and it is so healing, so fun and so awesome. So go to KelseyAida.com retreat to apply. If you bring a friend, you each save $500. Also, now's a good time to take advantage of a pay plan if you need one. So hit me up. Let me know. I hope you can make it. Yeah. Like it's the same, but then also- his rejection of the way I would dress or the way I would look or the way I would feel was just exactly what I would do to myself. Like, you're gonna wear that, like that looks stupid, like you're too eccentric, or you're too much, you're too emotional, like get it together, you know, just get over it. Like things that he would say to me, it was like, my inner critic had manifested into a real person (laughs) right in front of my eyes. And I was dating this person. Yeah. I was dating my inner critic because that's how it manifests um, to show you, you know, this is where you're at. Do you, do you want to change it or do you want to keep it like this? So that's like what happened. And then afterwards, when he left and basically abandoned me in a very dramatic way by moving to a different country and not inviting me and everything, I um, really had to be in deep grief and sorrow and anxiousness and I felt abandoned and I felt like I was too much. But the difference was This time, I really allowed myself to feel how I was feeling. And I learned to hold space for myself when I was feeling like that. I learned that it was okay for me to feel like that. I learned to love myself through it all. And on the other side, I became a match to this wonderful man who I could pretty much do or say almost anything. And he'll be like, you're not too much it's fine like everyone has bad days like I'll love you no matter what like don't even worry about it it's a very 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 different experience and I really do believe that it's because of my radical self-love work and healing journey that I was able to flip the narrative and become a match to someone who's so unconditionally loving because I've been practicing unconditionally loving myself for a while which is why I'm so passionate about teaching it in my online course radical self-love and then also at my retreat um, the radical self-love retreat it's like this is seriously game-changing work that will change not only your relationship with yourself but how other people treat you and how you relate to others it's yeah big. it's true
0: it's true um, so let's get into some ways. What do you say? Yeah. Can you move your mic a little closer? I think it got far. Well, it didn't get far. It just, I moved my binder. So there okay. it was very make sound. Okay. So, uh, you came up with a really good point about using the power of handwriting and writing down the traits and the qualities that you want to attract. Um, I was also thinking too, you know, when I, with my clients and we're trying to like really focus on what the goal is and what they're trying to bring into their lives. I have them write a narrative, which is essentially a diary entry as if it's already happened in the future. And you <gasps> I don't... love doing that. It's so fun. I just did mine like two, another, an updated one, like two days ago for, for the new moon in Aries. Did you do a moon ritual? Cause I did. And it was freaking amazing. I did
1: add some wishes to (laughs) this little wish jar that I have. And it's this pretty little globe that you can't get anything out of. You can only put little papers in. So they just stay in there. Um, So I did do that. And also my boyfriend and I went to look at houses and we decided we're buying a house. So. It's
0: happening! Yay! Okay, that's amazing. And you, you know, if you still want to do anything, then you still have a couple of days. But on the eleventh of April, I did this little like moon ritual, new moon ritual, and uh, I did my new narrative. So I just, you know, it occurs to me as we're having this conversation: why not write your your soulmate a letter? You don't have to be with them yet. Oh, love but doing this. Great if exercise. You, if you write it them works. a letter and just say, "Dear, you know, dear soulmate," or "Dear." Lobster, however, you want to friends fans if you want. (laughs) Come on, you know, lobster. You know, lobster, right, Kelsey? I mean, I know
1: it, but I'm not like a big fan or anything. Uh, Why are we friends? (laughs) I mean, I don't dislike it. I'm just not going to watch every episode 10 times like everyone else. Oh, it's a safety show. You know what I read? And
0: some people might actually like uh attach to this. This is just a teeny little side tangent, but I read that people with anxiety or that struggle with anxiety will watch the same show over and over because it's a sense of familiarity and they feel safe watching it because they know what mm-hmm. to expect. Um, it. it's, like a, it's like a safety zone. Friends, The Office, and now Schitt's Creek are those shows for me. I will watch <laughs> them on loop. When I was giving birth to my second son, we were watching The Office on loop and pretty much every month after until he was like one because I just needed I needed to, I don't know, call the chaos, I guess. But okay, so writing your soulmate a letter. Dear soulmate, dear person, dear lobster. Uh, just pour your heart out to them. Write them a love letter as if they are yours. As if, they, I mean, they are yours, but as if they're here now and all the qualities you appreciate about them and why you love them so much. Um, you can just, if you want to end it with saying, you know, <laughs> usually I'll end a narrative by saying this or something better, but you don't really want to do that with a person <laughs>
1: your soulmate because you're writing them like a love letter. So you right. can just say, I and would close so it, it. is. I would close it like, can't wait to meet you. So excited can't wait to meet for when you when we get together.
0: And so it is, you know, thank you universe, however you want to end it, but something to close it with as much trust and faith that it is already on its way to you because truly, 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 it is already on its way to you. And as Kelsey said, if you feel like you've missed an opportunity, that's just a story that you're telling yourself because there's so many more opportunities waiting for you. There are What was it Abraham Hicks says? Like, if you miss out on this guy, there's a line of guys just waiting to like present and and show themselves as an opportunity. And you get to decide, you know, which opportunities you seize and the same way with manifesting your person. So writing them a letter can be so powerful, uh, especially if you haven't met them yet, because you can just start appreciating them already, which is the key to bringing it faster.
1: I love this practice and I've definitely done it and then when I'm in the relationship and I go back and read it it's just like whoa 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 because like very specific details I'm a specific manifester which we talk about in some of our human design episodes um so I love to get detail oriented so I'll be like we have so much fun um, doing this and that, like certain activities. We love working out together. We're both into investing, whatever it is, like specific funny stuff that I just imagine would be cool in a relationship. Like it's not a criteria, mm-hmm. but I'm just visualizing potentials, right?
0: Yeah,
1: and like in my letters, they get so specific and I read them and I'm like, this actually happened. And I actually have some letters that I know I wrote to Jeff before I met him that are crazy specific. And I haven't read them to him yet, but I think like once we get married, I will, because it'll be a cool Mm -hmm. thing to go back and revisit and be like, remember when I was already relating to you before we had a 3D relationship? Because you can actually talk, to the higher self of your person and you can start connecting with them now and you can, you know, just say sweet things like I love you, good night, I can't wait to meet you. I'm so excited for when we get together. Um, They actually, their higher self will register that and even if they don't consciously know that they're already connected to you, you guys can be connected in the astral realm. So don't limit yourself to the 3D guys. Your soulmate already probably is already born. I mean, let's say 99% of the time, they're already a person on this earth and they are yearning for you just like Mm -hmm. you're yearning for them. So don't forget that. Well, it's the whole concept of, what is it?
0: Quantum, Quantum physics, where just by thinking or acknowledging of something, you are energetically connecting to it. So that's why uh, manifesting works so well, I think. And that's why it is a thing is because of this, uh, this scientific idea that just by thinking about something with your energy, using your energy, you can affect the energy of something else. Funnily enough, shameless plug here, if I may, Kelsey, I have a manifest your soulmate hypnosis in my membership, which kind of connects it, you know, we, we access your higher energetic field, we visualize your energetic field and the energetic field of your person. You can put a face to it, some people do, but I, I don't necessarily want people to do that because it's again, going a little bit, you know, to the specific person type of idea, but you can visualize their energy field. What does it look like? What does it feel like? What is their, what is their energy like? And kind of visualize those two energies, yours and the other person kind of coming closer and closer together. And listing off, it's almost like you're having a direct conversation with the universe in this hypnosis because you're telling the universe, "Here are the, the here's my intention, here are the traits that I really want to bring into my life uh, in the manifestation of this person and then connecting those two energy fields. So it's kind of like a visualization of attracting that energy to you. Uh, very powerful. I even got one, uh, a, a few months ago, I got a message from a guy that was like, just so you know, I manifested my girlfriend with this hypnosis. He goes, she does not believe me that I did, <laughs> <laughs> but I use this hypnosis and now we're together and it'll be our you know, year anniversary, whatever. And I was just like, oh my God. You know, those moments when you're just like, you, even you're shocked. <laughs> yes, that <laughs> was happened like, to me dang, the other day. That's so cool. So if you guys want to check it out, just go to the membership. I
1: think we're going to link it. We, we We've link been it linking week. it pretty much every week in the show yeah. notes. So yeah. Um, yeah. So check so. it
0: out if you want. But I think that visualization, especially with hypnosis, because it's a little deeper state of visualization and, you know, writing them a letter. Those are the two things I think I would contribute to this conversation because I just think they're so potent and so powerful and I need potent stuff. I, I, because then I can back, I can put my faith behind it. If I know that, if I know that it's going to work, you know what I mean? Um, and those are the things that I found that work. I do it with things, if I'm trying to manifest things, uh, writing the the narrative is so powerful. So it, it stands to reason that writing a love note, as Kelsey said too, she's tried this and it, it seems to work. So
1: yay. Yeah. Yeah. And if we're talking on journal manifesting entries that you can do to kind of speed up the soulmate manifestation process, I think another really valuable thing to journal on is the value that you bring to the partnership. Mm -hmm. And remembering, like, when you're manifesting this partnership, it's not all about the other person. It's also about you. So how do you want to show up? What do you have to give to your partner? What are you excited to contribute in the relationship? And make a list of those things. Like, for so example, exactly. in relationship, I love to be really nurturing. I love to be physically affectionate. I'm really great at keeping the house clean and orderly to make the chi right. The feng shui is always good. Um, I'm really supportive. I'm really unconditionally loving. I'm funny. I really take pride in like looking pretty when we go out or getting dressed up for my partner. Um, creating special moments or dates, doing surprises. Like I'm a really romantic person and I think that's super valuable to somebody. So reminding and it yourself. Kind of does, it kind of does two things, doesn't it? Because it, it puts you, it, it allows
0: you to um, list the things that you're bringing to the relationship. And so being the manifestation for someone else, right? Yeah. Because on some level, if we're talking about the quantum physics thing again, you are, matching somebody who's looking for this just by acknowledging and writing it down. And number two, it's a very good self-love exercise, isn't it? Kind of having to list all the things you're good at.
1: Yeah. And it's (laughs) going to boost your self-esteem, which we all know is very valuable in the dating space because it can be hard and it can be an ego crusher real quick. So (laughs) to keep your confidence high, I think it's important to remember what you bring to the table and how valuable you are and how lucky anyone would be to be with you. Because this is also going to help you to not settle. And it's going to help you to have the courage to, you know, go after what you want or try or have optimism about it because you bring a lot to the table. Yeah one of our secret weapons as bloggers influencers and just people who are producing stuff online is canva pro because it's awesome and i've been using canva since the beginning of my blogging days like six years ago to make all kinds of graphics and Canva makes it super easy and now they have Canva Pro which is the upgraded version which is so 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 awesome it's an easy to use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro whether you're a professional designer or just getting started Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity it is quick easy and affordable And that is all true, even though I read it from the script. I swear to God, this product is awesome. No matter what you're creating or sharing, Canva Pro has everything you need all in one place. And I will say that my favorite Canva Pro feature is that there's over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. So before Canva Pro, I used to have to go onto a bunch of different websites that had stock footage and some were free and some were paid and you had to search and it was a whole thing. But now it's all on Canva where I was designing my Um, Pinterest pins and my social media graphics anyway so my life is so much easier this work becomes so much faster so I'm a big fan of Canva Pro. Yeah we use it actually for the podcast graphics
0: as well so it definitely comes in handy if you have a business if you're a student if you're on a in marketing or anything I'm sure most of you have used Canva but if you haven't upgraded to Canva Pro I definitely recommend it it's just everything you could possibly need so you guys can get started right now and get free 45-day extended trial when you use the promo code. Go to canva.me vibin to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's dot me slash
1: vibin canva.me vibin. So it so serves good. many, many purposes. Let's see what else I have in my notes here. Become your own soulmate first, which we kind of talked about with the whole unconditional self love thing. Um, I think now is a good time to get into like the resolving resistance realm. So we talked about the intention setting. What's the purpose for the relationship? What kind of partner and characteristics do you want to experience? And what do you bring to the table? And now the question is: Is there any resistance in your mind, in your body? in your timeline that needs to be looked at or untangled so that you can release any quote-unquote blockages because really manifesting is so easy and so simple it's easy to write all these lists but sometimes things don't come as quickly as they could because we don't even realize that we have resistance so a perfect example of this would be like I remember um, one time when I was manifesting a partnership not the one that I'm in now but the one Uh, one or two before and consciously I thought that I really wanted a relationship right I was like of course I want a relationship it's the only thing I even care about it's all I've ever wanted I'm so obsessed with this this is what I want but then when I asked like well are there any parts of me that aren't on board with this and there was a big one that was like Girl, no, like we like being single. This is fun. You can flirt with everybody. You don't have to like show up consistently. Like you get to rest, you get to relax, you get to do whatever you want, whenever you want. You don't have to be responsible for anybody else. You don't have to, you know, accommodate anyone else in your schedule or in your life. Like it's all about you. This is great. Like take advantage of this time because in my adulthood, I haven't been single very much. So there was a part of me that was really like, About it and not wanting a partnership at that time. So once I was able to look at that and realize, sometimes just looking at the resistance is enough for it to start melting away, um, and enough for it to not be a problem anymore.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So another really cool thing that AFT does
0: is it does clear the resistance at the same time.
1: Mm. Just writing down, like energetically.
0: Yeah, I'm just writing down uh, some of the key things that we have been talking about that I think would be good to include. Um, hmm. So really EFT, if you guys are unfamiliar, I'll just kind of do a quick one, I guess. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with EFT, is it's acupressure on the ley lines of the body, uh, clearing any blockages or resistance energetically in the body that you might have to Whatever it is, so you can use EFT for literally anything. Uh, I am certified in EFT. I haven't practiced as much as uh, I would like uh, have I would have liked to practice, but I want to. If it's okay, Kelsey, I want to recommend people go to Brad Yates YouTube um, because he is the guy when it comes to EFT, in my opinion, and he's got topics on everything. So I was telling Kelsey that I just did one with him before our call about manifesting, just general manifesting. Uh, I just finished my vision board. So I was staring at the thing while I did this. And another uh, thing you want to, if you, if you want to add an extra kick to EFT is look at, or have a representation of whatever it is that you're trying to attract while you're doing it. So if you guys write down your list of traits um, or maybe make a vision board around your soulmate if you wanna do that, kind of trying to maybe avoid facial features or, or anything like that. But if you wanna make some sort of visual representation of the soulmate, like a list of things you wanna do, have it nearby while you do this so you can kind of reference it while you're going through the, the, the tap. So tapping is clearing the resistance It's called the emotional freedom technique or EFT where you're tapping on the ley lines of the body and essentially clearing any resistance that you might have to the thing and, you know, aligning yourself with it. So before you do this, if you want to hit pause and just go drink an eight ounce glass of water, water is a conduit. So it helps kind of, it helps the energy to flow, but you don't necessarily have to, it's just, if you want, it can only help, you know, it's not going to hurt. So if you, if you want, we can do a quick one, Kelsey, around manifesting soulmates. The things before we start are, you might be familiar, but if you're not, there's a few points you wanna, you wanna go on. So first it's the inside of the brow here. So you're gonna just tap here. You're gonna tap at the edge of the brow. You're gonna tap at the, um, oh, sorry, at the right where your kind of eye socket ends. <laughs> How do I describe this? Where the bag of your eye is, where you have bags right here. And then the top of the lip, the chin, and then we're gonna go to the collar, the inside of the collarbone right here and tap. And then I just pat, but it's like two inches below your armpit.
1: You're just gonna like pat and then the top of the head. Cool. Okay, but I think you're gonna to need to explain those again slower for the people listening and not watching. Oh,
0: man, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so go again okay. through the points. I forgot. This is an audio podcast. Okay, so inside of the eyebrow. Is this like, is this? Is this a good description? Right where your, inside brow of the brow, where your brow starts. Yeah. So the inner eye, and then the opposite side of the eyebrow. So the outer eye, right where the brow ends, and then the bag of the eye or the where the eye the bottom of the eye socket really and then the top of the lip between the nose and the lip and then the bottom of your lip right above your chin about a centimeter down from your lip and then you're going to go to your collarbone which is like you know that pit in your neck where it kind of looks like you could I don't know it's like a hole what do you call it the hollow the hollow of your neck right on the inside of your collarbone there and then the what do I like? Two inches below your armpits. I just kind of give yourself a hug and pat. Does that make sense? Yep. And then the like where the your head. bra strap is. Like where? Yeah, on it. the side. Yeah, not the underwire, but the bra strap. Exactly. So you're gonna go and then to the top of the head to end. Okay. So the first thing we want to do is is we're gonna um, karate chop, which is essentially like a what is it called? It's like a it's like a desensitization. It's the beginning of the clearing. So you're gonna just say. Something like, you can use this with anything, but if we're doing manifesting soulmate, I choose to harmonize with my desires. You know, that's just a general one. And I deeply and completely love and accept myself. You want to always say that at the end. I choose to believe that this is possible for me and I deeply and completely love and accept myself. You guys can follow along. We're still doing karate chop. I choose to harmonize with manifesting my soulmate and I deeply and completely love and accept myself. So you want to do this like two or three times. And then you wanna start at the front of the brow where you would say something like, this is all possible for me to have. I choose to believe my desires are possible moving to the outside of the brow. And then the the eye socket region, you're gonna say, my soulmate is attracting me just as I'm attracting them. Top of the lip. I deserve to have what I want and bottom of the bottom of the lip, the chin, I clear any resistance that tells me I couldn't or shouldn't have what I want. And then the oh collarbone, (laughs) collarbone, I choose to believe that this is all possible for me. And then the bra strap area, I am worthy and deserving of love and appreciation or whatever you want to say love and desire and then top of the head I get to have everything I want in inner brow I deserve to have what I want outer brow it is safe for me to attract my soulmate my socket it is safe for me to be happy and fulfilled Top of the lip, it is safe for me to have my soulmate. Some of these you're gonna repeat, that's okay. Whatever feels good to you at the time. I am worthy of love, appreciation, and desire. Collarbone, I trust that the universe is working in my highest favor for my highest good. And then bra strap area. My soulmate is being attracted to me each and every day, closer and closer. And then last one, we'll just say, it is safe for me to have love and to welcome in my soulmate. So that's a quick way to do it. You can do a few rounds of this. And before you do it, you might wanna write down some things that you wanna make sure to say. I was just doing like a general one. harmonizing with the energy of your desires and the energy of the universe is key. Also reminding yourself for a lot of us, we need to be reminded that it's safe to have what we want. It's Mm -hmm. safe to feel happy. It's safe to feel loved. It's safe to have your soulmate and to be one of those people that gets to be happy. You deserve it. You're worthy of it. And just reminding yourself. And at the same time, I clear any remaining resistance that I have to anything that I desire. Okay. Um, So it's very effective. It feels really, really good. And uh, you can even put in like, I choose to feel good about manifesting my soulmate. Uh, My soulmate is manifesting me just as I'm manifesting them. And so I get to feel good about that. I get to be happy about this. And so it's really just about getting you in energetic alignment with feeling good about attracting it and clearing any resistance that tells you you can't have it. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. Any questions? (laughs) if you guys have questions or if you want to follow along on the video version so you can actually watch her do it and just mimic what she's doing go to our patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe that's where you can watch a video of this podcast and get all the extended bonus content all the goodies you can join for as little as three dollars a month so you're probably not even going to miss that $3, especially if you go to Starbucks nothing or spend to money here and there on little things. <laughs> nothing to lose, everything to gain. So everything join gain. our Patreon. It supports the show and it supports you living your best life. Um, yeah, I really like that. I had a question when you were doing it and you said it was important to mention how you deeply love and accept yourself fully mm-hmm. or unconditionally or whatever the words were. What about people who don't feel like that? Okay. So, so there's this, there's this thing that's true. That's
0: actually true. Where if you, I think I maybe mentioned this before. If you stick a pen in between your if you bite on a pen and stick it all the way back, it will release the same chemicals as a smile. So by doing this karate chop, this is a ley line. Okay. You're clearing any resistance that tells you you're not. So even if you're just saying it and it feels like a lie, it's still doing something and it's still working until it feels true. I deeply and completely love and accept myself say it here's what i would challenge people to do and watch the magic happen say it to yourself i deeply and completely love and accept myself before you do the karate chop and then do the karate chop say it three times or four times or five times while you're doing it and tell me how much truer it feels after you do it it's weird it's crazy it's actually a thing
1: (laughs) it's acupressure guys it's not that yet
0: But so, so you are actually clearing any resistance that you have to these statements and you're, you're rewiring your body to feel safe in these truths that I deeply and completely love and accept myself. You can even say, and if you really don't want to say that you do love and accept yourself, you can say, you know, I, I am open to loving and accepting myself just as I am.
1: You know, you can say something that doesn't feel such a like, Or I would say like the deepest part of me like completely loves and accepts myself because everybody that's great too. That's does perfect. love and accept themselves on a deep soul level. You just yep. might not consciously in your psyche feel the same way as your soul mm-hmm. does about you. So or you know, I'm getting
0: better at loving
1: myself every day, something like that. Yeah. You something can something
0: soften it if it feels too intense.
1: Um but I would
0: really try it. I would try to say I deeply and completely love and accept myself. And it is a really good question. Um, because a lot of us don't feel like we do, but I'm just saying, try it with the karate chop. Try it with some EFT. If you want to do a round of EFT about loving yourself, uh, I know Brad Yates has one on that too. So check him out. Really, really check him out. It's a game changer.
1: We also had him on the podcast to teach We did have him on the podcast. EFT, and it was great. He's awesome. He's such a great guy. So go back, way, way back, So it was one of our beginning episodes, and look for Brad Yates, because that is a great one. Yeah, so great. that was great. Thank you for leading us through that exercise. I want to continue on the topic of clearing resistance, because I know with my one-on-one clients and retreat goers and myself one of the biggest resistance points for getting into a new relationship is pain from past relationships and being jaded about love and the meanings that we assign to the way things ended, right? So I know like, some part of me came to the conclusion when my toxic ex abandoned me that if I was better, he would have stayed for me. You know, if that, so that must mean that I'm not good enough. Consciously, right. I wasn't really thinking that, but there was a part of me that like really believed that. Right. So when you can identify and clear those points of resistance, it's really, really helpful. So I think a huge part of making space for your new partner is healing any pain from the past. Now, I'm not saying you have to be 100% healed of all your past lovers before you can manifest a new one, but while you're waiting for this person to show up, actively doing some healing work around whatever it is, whether you're still grieving, what could have been, whether you're making it mean bad things about yourself that didn't work out, um, whatever is causing you pain and suffering from the past, let's deal with that because- untangling and healing that is going to create so much space for the new partner and the new partnership. And it's going to be easier to be in that partnership because imagine if you're still mourning the first person you were with and now the second person is already in your life, but you can't fully be with them because you're so stuck in the past, you know? So your time of singlehood is a great opportunity to speed up the healing process and do as much clearing as you can before the new person comes And I'm not saying you need to be 100% healed because honestly, a lot of healing that's going to take place in your next partnership is going to help you um, get over whatever hurt you in the past. So for example, like the definition of healing is to experience the opposite of what hurt you. So in my example, I was abandoned. That caused a lot of pain and suffering for me. So the only way for me to fully feel safe and to heal that is for somebody else in a new relationship to stay with me, for me to not be abandoned, for me to experience the opposite of abandonment, which would be togetherness, right? So that's why the relationship that I'm in now is so healing and awesome because no matter what I do, he's very committed. We're very committed. We're in it. Um, so it feels safe and it really helps and that's like healing that you can't even do on your own because the hurts that happen in relationship a lot of it has to be healed in relationship which is tricky because sometimes we don't want to do it again when we feel so jaded and scared and like it never works out and it always ends badly and I just can't find the right person and These are all things that you really need to evaluate and decide if those beliefs are serving you, if they're even true, and how are they affecting your energy? Like when you say things like that, how does it feel in your body? Does Mm -hmm. it feel empowering or does it feel defeating? Watching your little one learn and grow is the best feeling in the
0: world, but finding the right toys to help them grow and learn can be challenging. That's what led us to Love Every. Love Every's play kits are designed by experts for your child's developing brain. Each play kit is tailored to your child's exact learning stage. They've done all the research for you so you don't have to. They have the right toys for the right time in your child's life. And new play kits are delivered every few months that grow with your child. Play kits come with unique, one-of-a-kind activities and play things that are built to endure plenty of play. And each kit comes with play guide that is packed with expert tips, ways to play, and do-it-yourself at-home activities that your kids will love my child who is two years old got the Montessori animal matching game and he loves it because one he loves animals and two it really helps with similarities and differences and finding what makes things the same or different it has been such a enlightening moment for my kid because he's just (laughs) now learning those things so he just how fast he took to this game was pretty impressive (laughs) if i must say and he just loves it. He loves he loves this toy. And I think this is such a great service for any parent who wants to take the guesswork out of finding developmental toys for their kids
1: yeah. that are fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. Love Every is super cool because they take the guesswork out of your child's play and they know what types of toys are good for your kid based on their developmental needs during their age or that stage of growth. So I would call these like smart toys that are going to help your kids succeed at life. So choose Lovery today. Get free shipping when you sign up to receive your play kits at lovevery.com slash vibin. That's dot com slash vibin for free shipping. com slash vibin. Yeah, that is a good indicator. So, being jaded, scared, hurt you know, therapy is great for that. Better help is great for that. Hypnosis is great for that. Working with a coach like me is great for that. Processing your emotions Mm -hmm. is a helpful way to release resistance and also like the whole worthiness piece, right? Because a lot of people don't feel worthy to be with a certain type of person or to be in a relationship at all. And all I have to say about that is. You are worthy of whatever it is that you're wanting, and the universe wants what you want. Your genuine desires yeah. are a total match to the expansion of the universe. So there's no need to withhold things from yourself. You know. Well, yeah. And the biggest thing
0: was like, you know, we always say. Well, I don't know if we always say this, but it's like you're. We tell people we we say that you know you're worthy. You get to have this, you know, but. It's really not. The universe already knows that you're worthy. So I know that people are going to challenge this, even on a subconscious level. Like, well, but I'm not, and here's why I'm not worthy, and here's why I don't deserve, and here, you know, probably a limiting belief speaking. But it's not about the universe knowing that you're worthy. It's not about us knowing that you're. We already know that the universe already knows that you're worthy. It's about you knowing that you're worthy. So as soon as you can join the club and know it with us, <laughs> right. the sooner you can have the life that you want. So that that is, the, that is the key and the obstacle is knowing that you're worthy and feeling it on a deep level.
1: Yeah, remembering your worth, which we've done a couple episodes on um, because it's always there whether you recognize it or not. It's just hopping on the bandwagon, like Lindsay yeah. said, and Everyone getting on board. It. <laughs> getting as on board you with know the it, reality. Come join your, us worthiness because here's the thing if you don't feel worthy and your perfect soulmate comes along you're You're just gonna gonna self-sabotage yeah or you're not gonna allow the love in you know or you're not gonna want yourself to be happy because you feel like you need to punish yourself because you're not worthy because you suck and whatever you know so worthiness issues if you have any let's do some work around that you know that'll be really helpful in your manifesting your soulmate endeavors and then another major thing that comes up is like mommy slash daddy issues so if you're noticing toxic relationship patterns that keep coming up and the same dynamic keeps happening that's something that is giving you information that you could potentially explore further um, so as to not repeat the same toxic patterns so right If you had daddy issues or mommy issues, that's a really good thing to also work through. And that's just a little hint of where some resistance can be hiding in the shadows oftentimes. It's a very common one. I mean, yeah. I think that when we're kids, we know that we're awesome.
0: Everything's fine. We get to create our whatever we want. I think that when we're kids, we got, we get it. And inevitably, if you don't, if you're not still, a ch- in a child like mine, which none of us are when we get to a certain age, then it, it's really just about getting back to that childlike wonder. And like, when was the last time I felt like anything was possible? You know, we've all had those moments, even if you, even if you were so small that you discount it, you know, don't discount it. When was the last time you felt like anything was possible? When was the last time you felt like you were a freaking superhero, right? <laughs> and you could, and you could do anything. Um, and just even if it's a flicker, you know, feel how that felt and it'll grow and grow and grow. And that's the step one is you've already felt this before. It's just about getting back to it. And anything truly is possible. That person is waiting for you to realize you're worthy.
1: <laughs> yeah, they want you to remember your worth and they want you to be happy and feel confident and they want. The and once they get you. there, they can show you that for the rest of their life. Yay! But it has to start with you, right? <laughs> Yeah. I think a lot of times it does. And that's, that's the tricky part. Cause a lot of the times we're trying to get into relationships because we don't want to do the work, but I'm going to tell you up right. front that right. it's crazy that people are willing to put in the work for money. People are willing to put in the work with their kids, every area of their life, they're comfortable putting in work. But when it comes to relationships, people say, oh, well, if it was the right person, it would just be easy all the time and this should just be natural and it shouldn't be this hard. And yeah, I think there's a threshold where if it's hard all the time, then that's something to look at. But there's going to be challenges and it's going to force you to grow because that's part of the reason why your soul wants it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A lot of growth happens in partnership. I think your soulmate, you know, if we're talking about
0: soulmate as actual soulmate and not like the toxic soulmates that some people talk about, I don't know if we're talking about soulmate, right? Your relationship soulmate, that's supposed to be your safe space. Now, is there going to be fighting? Hell yes. Is there going to be challenges? Oh my gosh. Yes. But it's still your safe space. It's still the, the space where, you know, you can go and and everything, will be fine. You don't have to wonder. You don't have to, they're not threatening you. They're going to leave every two seconds. You know, that I don't think is ever oh, a healthy that is thing to cool. do. Not cool. Threatening not cool. the end of the relationship is never a good idea. So this, your soulmate is a person that you know will always be there, that you know is your person that you feel like you've known for lifetimes, right? Because you probably have. And you know, it's, it's a constant in your life.
1: Bottom I like line. some-
0: Go ahead. I was ju- I was just gonna say the bottom line at the end of the day, your soulmate is your safe space, and so yes, there's gonna be challenge. Yes, there's gonna be fighting. Yes, there's gonna be disagreements and and compromise and things that you're probably never gonna see eye to eye on. But it's always okay because they're always gonna be that person for you, and they're always gonna be your safe space. And nothing is too nothing is too hard. Is it gonna be hard? Yes, but it's never gonna be too hard. I think that's fair to say. My yeah, yeah. Too.
1: I think there's like a spectrum of hardness and it's not going to be more than you guys can handle together and the good will always outweigh the bad right and I think some green flags as far as like recognizing a soulmate connection I think the biggest one is that being with this type of person who's like quote-unquote the right person for you even though I think there's plenty of people who could be that for you I think it just feels like overall like an exhale like a sigh of relief it just feels like Mm -hmm. Uh, like you're coming home to someone who's comfy and feels good and it nourishes you. And I, I yeah. heard this definition on a podcast. I don't remember who said it, but they were saying their definition of a healthy relationship is one where both people are functioning better together than mm-hmm. apart, mm-hmm. you know? So overall, the relationship makes your life better, easier, more awesome, more fun, more fulfilling, Um And the opposite is true too. If you find yourself in a relationship where you're consistently functioning worse, (laughs) then that's definitely something to look at. Or if your blood pressure rises when you're around them because you feel like you have to walk on eggshells. A lot of people mistake butterflies for like a green light. And usually it's like not – like if you have like a weird nervous like inhale around them where you're like so excited, I've always found that to end in disaster. I don't know about you, but for me, it's like a red flag now. Like if I had to go out in the dating world again and I got that like – Oh, this person is just so exciting to me and you just get so like, I
0: mm-hmm. don't know,
1: into it. Like from day one, you don't even know anything about them. I feel like that's yeah. like that is that is definitely an explosion life. waiting to happen. <laughs> but let's say you've been together for a while and I think it grows.
0: You, and you can cons- and you consistently find yourself like second guessing what to say or how to say it or constantly trying to fit yourself around the other person. I think that's a big, no, 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 no.
1: Yeah. Can we talk about that? Because here's why this doesn't work. Inauthenticity (laughs) from the beginning in order to hook someone in, it's not a sustainable strategy because nobody can keep up appearances for more than like a few months. Eventually the truth is going to come out. And if you want someone who really loves you and connects with you, you're not even giving them that chance if you don't show all of you. Mm -hmm. That is a horrible, horrible thing to do. And it's like, Teal Swan did this amazing video on it on YouTube about like the duping effect or the duped effect or it's called something like that, where you're being fake and you're also going to manifest a fake version of that person. Yeah, And you're each going to be exactly what you don't want for each Mm -hmm. other. (laughs) Like, let's say- You come off as this independent woman, but really you want to be taken care of, but you like couldn't get taken care of or whatever. So you became, you coped by becoming hyper independent. And so that's what you show to the world. That's what you show to your potential dating people. Men who need to be taken care of are going to be attracted to women who pretend to have it all together, Mm -hmm. who are super hyper independent um, because they actually want to be taken care of by the woman. They don't want to take care of the woman. Right. So you can see where this can end up poorly if you're a woman who genuinely wants to be taken care of, but you're putting on this tough woman facade and you're going to manifest exactly the opposite of what you're looking for. Does that make sense? Totally makes sense.
0: Yeah. And nobody wins and it's going to feel wrong.
1: (laughs) It's going to, we always know.
0: (laughs) I think I tell this story sometimes about how with my, with one of my exes, shall remain nameless. I would find myself, you know, I'd stay at his house, like basically every night. Um, I didn't really live at my house at that point. And I would find myself inevitably every night in his bathroom, crying my eyes out because I knew I was not where I was supposed to be. I knew, mm. I knew, I knew, I knew. And I would tell myself, like, I, I could marry this. Like, how could I possibly marry this person? He was talking about rings and like all these things. And, and I knew it was wrong it took me a little bit of time to really like be pushed over the edge, which I was eventually and just said bye. Um, But like I knew, and we always know now whether or not we listen is a huge thing, but you'll always know if it feels wrong, right? That deep feeling. And I'm sure Kelsey, you know, the feeling I'm talking about, but we just kind of, maybe look the other way or mm-hmm. rationalize why that's not correct and why they could change. Or this is why it's,
1: it is actually good or, you know, whatever we do. Yeah. Uh, but it, we know, you always know. <laughs> I used to do the thing where I would just think, Oh, if my relationship has so many problems, well, I'm just a self-help guru so I can just heal it all. I can just right. heal the whole relationship. I can just take it all and on. My unconditional love is going to save this person from all their problems and we'll be happy together. Yeah. Like how conceited of a belief to think <laughs> that you are the answer to everyone's problems and that your love is just going to save the world. Like well, it does not work Well, and on the other side like of that. that, like how
0: unfortunate that you felt like you had to do that. Like, you know, that's like, that's like almost the child needing to take care of their parents, you know, it's okay, mommy, it's okay. Like I was that kid thinking that I could just take it all on and it would be fine. Like no one should ever have to do that. So from your side, you're like, yeah, that was pretty good of me to think. But on my side, (laughs) I'm thinking like you poor thing, having to feel like you had to carry the entire, both people's problems in this relationship and and challenges and just kind of fix it all yourself.
1: Like, oh my goodness, no. (laughs) <laughs> too much it's too much too much we want you to also be supported yeah. we're about that mutual support mutual yeah. love mutual respect harmony majority of the time you know fun yes. majority of the time um so yeah but I think we gave so much good this stuff. was a lot <laughs> we need to wrap it up so people can like take a nap and really absorb everything that just happened <laughs> drink water you know let it integrate Don't listen to too much other stuff today. Just let the information all download and sink in because this was a lot. (laughs) And the most important
0: piece too is like our advice, our experience, our guidance will work for some people and others who hear the same thing might be like, yeah, that's not true for me. So you get to decide what you want to take from this episode, just like with all of our episodes. If something feels really good to you, like you really want to do list the traits, but you don't really feel like you want to write the love letter to somebody who isn't in your life yet. Like you get to decide what fits you, you get to decide what works for you. So whatever, whatever feels best to you will work the best. That's the cool thing is whatever you're aligned with is going
1: to have a more powerful effect. Hey, you guys, as always, we definitely want to let you know about one of our favorite sponsors, which is BetterHelp. And BetterHelp is an online place where you can go to have professional therapy and counseling at a really affordable rate. BetterHelp has you take a little quiz. They match you with someone who is going to specialize in your goals, whether that's working through your anxiety or your depression, or if you have a certain goal in mind, or you just want to feel better overall, or maybe I know I used BetterHelp when I was going through or healing from a breakup, I should say. And you can never have too many resources and too many like support systems in your corner. You just can't do it. You can't go wrong with that. So that's why we love to recommend BetterHelp especially because during these crazy times, I think it's nice for everyone to have a therapist on their side, <laughs> help you work through things, process things, and in under 48 hours you can be communicating with your new counselor or therapist after you get matched up from taking the little quiz, and everyone on there is really knowledgeable, really professional, and Let's say you get matched up with someone who you don't love. You can always switch professionals, which is really cool. And another great benefit to BetterHelp is that maybe in your area, you're limited to certain people who specialize in certain things, but BetterHelp is for people worldwide. So you're getting access to so many more resources than you could naturally have on your own in your city. So definitely check out BetterHelp. It is one of a kind and it is so helpful and very affordable.
0: BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit betterhelp.com slash vibin. That's betterhelp.com slash vibin. And join over the million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We have a special offer for our high vibinant listeners. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash vibin. Once again, betterhelp.com slash vibin.
1: Yeah. And we're here to help you more deeply. So if you want to work with either of us one-on-one or enroll in either of our programs, Lindsay has her hypnosis program. I have my self-love program. Those are available all the time for you guys. So Uh you can just go to lindsayrobinson.com or kelseyaida.com. Those courses are evergreen, which is awesome. And then um, you can also come on the self love retreat, you can buy into Lindsay's membership, which is really affordable and awesome. So there's a lot of different options for you guys to get even more tailored support from us, because obviously, we can't give you your own personalized support in an hour on the podcast with everybody listening. And there's only so much time here. So do that what was meant to be said was said and everybody who was
0: meant to hear it that's what i love about it, about our show and just us acknowledging that like whatever is going to be perfect is going to happen whatever is going to be for the best and highest good of all involved and i mean it's always true but i like saying it out loud because it feels good <laughs>
1: yeah and for the extended episode today over on the patreon at patreon.com slash high vibe we're actually going to pull a couple cards for anyone who's wanting to manifest love and we can look into some timelines we can look into some advice from your spirit team about Um, that so yeah can i can i say one thing so
0: i i have this new thing that i want to do on the patreon if it's okay i found something on instagram somebody somebody i was following and i cannot remember who for the life of me who it was but they do this thing called book surfing where it's kind of like pulling a card but they'll take down an like a book, a self-help book, or like a Louise Hay book or something, which I have. And they'll just like, you know how people do that with the Bibles. They'll just randomly open their book and know that whatever's on that page is for them. Mm-hmm. So I think we could do that. And it'd be so fun, wouldn't it? Okay. Yeah. Let's do
1: it. Okay. Awesome. So we'll see you guys over on the Patreon. If you're not there, come join the club. It's really fun. It's a great way to support yourself and support the show and say thank you. And until next week, we love you guys. Happy manifesting. Please invite us to the wedding when all this advice <laughs> works. And Send we're very message. excited for you. Yay. <laughs> Have a great Bye. week, guys.
0: Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash highvibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you and we're always hanging out in there. So we hope to see you inside.
1: Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.